Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Welcome to episode 36 of With Heart and Wonder. My name is Megan, and as always, I am truly so honored and and feel so blessed that we get to gather together in this way. You might feel here I have a little bit of a, a frog in my throat, been a little bit under the weather, and that's why we didn't have a new episode last week. Been in this state of recovery from what is turning out to be a really lingering cold and and of course with this lingering cold in the time of COVID I've been in isolation and just in my apartment and um and have been doing my best to meet myself where I am but it's been a really interesting few weeks and it's been interesting because of of my own body starting to to be communicating with me and and I truly believe that the different things that happen in our minds and our bodies in many ways are are these indications these guideposts that arise as gentle nudges as invitations to bring us back into homeostasis so back into a state of balance and well-being, our bodies are so intelligent and they are always trying to preserve themselves and these little aches and pains that we may feel or a tickle in the throat or, or a sense of tension in the mind, they're all there to indicate that something needs to shift. And so I've been trying to get a little more quiet and and listen recognizing that there are these physical symptoms that are are coming up for me and also a fair bit of stress and this stress has in many ways been the result but but not exclusively of continued shifts in the Ottawa landscape and the response to the pandemic and continued changes that directly affect um, many of the community partners and the studios and the places that that I work. So not only my livelihood, but the livelihood of of the friends and the communities that I'm a part of. And I've been feeling that deeply. And so I've been trying to to be in a, a to be holding space for myself to. To, to rest and to recover. But while I've been trying to hold space for myself, there has been so much stress and tension about the future, about what is to come, about this need once again to be pivoting where I am spending my energy and my focus and pivoting my schedule, my routine, to meet the changing landscapes of 
of what's happening. And it's been hard to do both at the same time. It's been hard to let myself rest and recover when I am also feeling this need to be forging ahead and pushing forward and carving a new path. And in many ways, I think that's one of the reasons that this cold that I have has been really prolonged is because I'm not really doing either of those things. I'm not really giving either of those things the full presence that they deserve, the full attention that they deserve. And so one of the things that I am sitting with is how can I be in liminal space in a way that really honors the sacredness of the pause? So what I mean by that, So we can think of liminal spaces as these kind of spaces of transition. These moments where we have left something behind, but we haven't yet emerged into something else. And we might not even know yet what that something else is. So how do we let ourselves just be in that moment This process of becoming, of unfolding when we don't know where it is going. And so it's interesting because I think we can meet these moments of spaciousness that happen in our lives in a lot of different ways. One of them, which I was doing last week, and is really common for a lot of us, is when we have this moment of spaciousness, is we can seek to fill it rather than really feel into it. And last week, I was cuddled up on my couch. I was doing some binge watching of television, which is something I don't usually do, but I do tend to when I'm feeling under the weather. And in many ways, um, it was my own way of, of navigating the circumstances. And I I don't want to shame myself for that because I think it was a necessary part of the journey, but I really was kind of engaging in it as a form of escapism, as a form of, of being somewhere other than where I was, and in a way trying to numb and avoid some of the incense intense sensations that were in my body, mind, and heart. And I was in a way trying to avoid the process of grieving. And then this knowing opened up a pathway to really get curious. To once I had kind of settled into that to recognize that the restlessness that was inside of me was stemming from somewhere. That what I was experiencing is tension in my mind and in my muscles and what I was experiencing, that there were roots. There were roots that needed to be honored and felt. There were things that needed to be grieved so that I could release them. So when we're looking at this idea of liminal space, in order to start not even to see the way forward yet, but just to embrace the fact 
to really honor and mindfully engage with ourselves in a liminal space, we have to first come to a place where we can release. Release any expectations we had about where we were going, what was going to happen, any expectations we had about our past envisioning. And so for me, there was this necessity to let myself grieve so that I could release, so that I could let go of what was behind and find myself where I am. And at the same time, there's that tension that I spoke about where I felt like I needed to be pushing forward to be moving forward, to be doing things actively rather than just letting myself be. And one of the tricky things sometimes when we're in these moments of transition, these liminal spaces, is that we don't yet know where we are going. And so that can sometimes mean that we're expending a whole lot of energy in lots of different directions that don't necessarily serve us. So I'll give you some examples. This past weekend, as I was kind of looking to a future, in a moment in time where there's a whole lot that feels beyond my control in terms of the way that I spend my days, I was trying to exert control somewhere. And so for me, that meant researching getting a puppy. And I spent so much time researching not just getting a puppy, um, but also adopting a dog and I like poured myself into it and then I was pouring myself in to to looking at different housing options because we are feeling like so many others the space crunch of we have a beautiful home where we live but it is a 600 square foot one bedroom apartment And while we love it dearly, with both of us working from home and and with knowing that there is going to likely be a continued expectation that I'm teaching from home rather than out in the community, I felt this need to make a shift. Now, I was looking for something that I could control, something that I could pour my energy into, and neither of those things are necessarily going to to solve what's really happening in my heart and in my body and the tension that I'm feeling. Neither of those things are going to address some of the roots of why I feel like everything is, is crumbling down or like everything is out of my control. So sometimes we latch on in these moments of transition in these liminal spaces, sometimes we latch on to things that we think are going to to be the solution, solve a problem. And it's another avoidance tactic in many ways of feeling what we what wants to be felt in our body, of grieving what needs to be grieved. And so this brings us to today. And this brings us to this week where I am sitting in this deep knowing that I need to get comfortable being uncomfortable in this liminal space, this moment of transition. 
that I need to let myself grieve even more, that I need to feel into and really get curious about what is happening in my body, my mind, my heart, with these little indications are trying to tell me. What my body is inviting me to consider. The stories that are being told in the layers of my being as invitations to bring me back to balance, to bring me back to alignment. I know a lot of us in different ways are experiencing these moments of transition. And in these moments of transition, how might we not just focus on what has come before and what is yet to come, but focus on really honoring that space in between. That space in between which exists in so many ways is this opportunity to find mindful presence, to come home to our wholeness. These liminal spaces that in so many ways, I think, is where the creative possibility emerges. And so instead of forging ahead, of spending all of that energy trying to create our own path, if we let ourselves just be in those liminal spaces, maybe the path will just emerge. Maybe it will clear all on its own. And we'll be able to move forward, moving with the flow of the current, of the river, rather than resisting it, rather than swimming upstream. These are lessons that are very alive for me right now. Very alive in the sense that I am actively working through how to let myself be in this particular moment of liminal space, how to really soften into that. And I think for many of us, the first thing is being able to name it, that we are in a moment of transition. And we might let ourselves just be there to be on the plateau, to let ourselves really feel that. And from there, When it feels right, we move forward. As we wrap up today, I'd love to share a few ways that I am engaging with the liminal space right now. A few ways that I'm exploring the sacredness of the pause, of the plateau. And these ways of engaging are not meant to propel myself forward, but really to let myself feel into what is. Some of the tools that I am using right now are journaling. I really love pairing journaling with meditation or with a yoga practice where I have an opportunity to center and align myself first. And then I really like journaling by asking myself a powerful question and just seeing what comes out, seeing what comes through me. I'm also really engaging right now with finding moments of stillness. And for me, I really like to pair that with what I think are the really healing powers of water. 
So taking a nice bath or a shower and letting myself just be and seeing what thoughts emerge. And I also am engaging with, I really like using tarot cards. So for me, it's an opportunity to engage with a visual and with a message and to see if I pull a card, what messages might apply to my own life. So tarot and oracle cards are are something I always turn to when I feel a little off as an opportunity to journey deeper into myself. And of course, I also am really focusing on spending time on my mat right now, practicing yoga, practicing meditation, and practicing affirmations or mantras. And so one I'll share with you I was practicing actively last week as I meditated was I would say the following words. I believe in my own resilience. I believe in my own resilience. And I would repeat those words and really feel into them. Those were the words I needed to hear last week, but this week I think I need to repeat that I believe in liminal spaces. I believe there is a sacredness to the pause. I believe in liminal spaces. I believe there is a sacredness to the pause. If these words resonate, I hope you take the time this week to explore the sacredness of the transitions that are happening in your own life. I hope you explore these liminal spaces with heart and with wonder. As always, if you feel like reaching out, if you want to continue the conversation, I do invite you to head on over to Instagram. It's at Megan L. Johnston. You can send me a DM. We can chat. You can also always reach out by email. You'll find all my contact information on meganjohnston.com. I'd love to hear from you how you are engaging with the liminal spaces in your own life. I so look forward to continuing the conversations of mindful living with heart and wonder next Tuesday with the release of our next episode. Until then, keep living with heart and wonder.